Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Now, after the flood, the whole earth had one language and the same words. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. Come, let us build for ourselves a city and a tower with its top into the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. Now what did the people desire to do? They desired to make a name for themselves. They wanted to make up their own identity. They desired to be as independent as they possibly could. Like a little child tried to insert independence from his or her parents, they were saying, No, I can do it all by myself. We don't need anyone or anything. We also strive to be independent from God and from everyone else if we can. We still build big buildings to show our strength, our power. We surround ourselves with things that bring us comfort and an illusion of independence. Our country even has at its core a declaration of dependence. No, independence, right? We all want to make a name for ourselves. Now it's fair to ask, what's wrong with that? Well, in this context, the people were asserting their independence against God. God had commanded Noah right after the flood to multiply and fill the earth. In other words, to spread out. God had, and by this, or but these people said, we will make a name for ourselves lest we be dispersed. In other words, in, lest God's will is fulfilled. They found their hope and strength in each other instead of in God's word. They intended full-heartedly to break God's command in order to make a name for themselves. And they asserted their strength by building a tower up to heaven. But there's a funny thing about the whole situation. They could not create anything. They were dependent on God's creation for everything. Man, he only shapes, forms, and configures what God, what has already been created by God. They used created material and they formed it into a tower of independence. We are the same way. We use metals, fossil fuels, and who knows what. The people studying here have a better idea than me. (laughs) But 
We use all sorts of things, created things, to form into things that give us an illusion of independence. We configure created things into cell phones, homes, automobiles, even the internet, and just about anything that you can imagine. Only God is truly independent, and only he can truly create something out of nothing. As we noted before, we are dependent on him for every single breath that we breathe. Each breath shows our dependence on God. John notes at the beginning of the gospel, all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. All things were made by God through Jesus. And what's the purpose of all things? Colossians 1 says, For by Jesus all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. You see, sin, that first came into the world through Adam and Eve. What sin tries to do is not hold things together, but to tear it all apart, to deconstruct what God has made. And after sin was introduced into the world, all of creation is doomed to die because it was separated from life that is Jesus. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. Apart from him, darkness, deconstruction, When we leave Jesus, we leave life itself and we embrace death. You see, the people in our Old Testament lesson did not want to be dependent on the promise of God, the promise of a Savior whose name would be Jesus. They wanted to save themselves. They did not want peace and comfort in a word of promise they wanted peace and comfort in things that, from things that they could see with their own two eyes, touch with their own two hands. But you see, nothing that man can build in this fallen world will last. I found a lot of comfort and peace when I brought, bought my brand new Ford Escape in 2008. I am experiencing a lot of discontent as I look at rust begin to come over the wheel well. Everything fashioned from dust returns to the dust in this sin-soaked existence. Death reigns, and we need something, someone to conquer. We need Jesus. He is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in everything 
he might be preeminent. Listen to this. In him, all of the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile all things. Remember, everything's deconstructed. To reconcile all things through him, whether things on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Sin shattered everything, tore it all apart. The blood of the cross brings it together, holds it together. Where is our life? Where is our hope? Popular culture makes it seem like your hope is being the best you that you can be. They tell you that your hope is in being true to yourself. You have to make a name for yourself. Your hope is in being an individual. And the best way to do that is to buy the same cell phone that everyone else has. (laughs) It's a funny thing if you think about it. They tell you, express your individuality by buying this, and you should all buy it. (laughs) Where is our life? Where is our hope? It's in Jesus. In our Old Testament lesson, God thwarted man's plan of independence. He did this because independence from God is absence of life. It's an embrace of death. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people and they all have one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord dispersed them from there over the face of the entire earth and they left off building the city. Therefore its name was called Babel because the Lord confused the language of the earth. Now, why would God do such a mean thing? It's like a bully knocking down your sandcastle. Well, God did this to save them. Their illusion of independence was threatening to take them away from where real life is found. The comfort that they provided for themselves threatened to take them away from the comfort that only comes through knowing the promise of God in Jesus. The things of this world kept them from the one through whom all those things came. Remember, he is the life of men. These people needed a savior, but their technology and their savvy know-how made them think that they had everything they needed. This was a lie. The truth is, we tend to only recognize our need when things are hard. It's in the hard times 
that we repent and we ask for forgiveness. It's in the hard times that we recognize I need something bigger than me. It's in the hard times that we look for peace. The very peace that is made by the blood of Jesus' cross. And here is the beautiful thing. God separated the people who in pride tried to make a name for themselves. And in our New Testament lesson, he brings the people back together under a name. Not a name chosen by the people out of some sort of childish show of independence. No, a name far greater than that. On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit descended upon the people. He descended upon them and brought them together. People from different languages were gathered together to hear the mighty works of God in their own tongue. What is the mighty work of God that the Holy Spirit made known? It is that Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God, took their sins upon himself, and he died the death that they deserve. And moreover, death could not hold him in the grave. No, he rose from the dead, so that everyone who calls upon the name, the name of the Lord, shall be saved. As we said at the beginning, our help is in the name of of the Lord. The Holy Spirit shows the truth about our weakness, but more than that, He shows us the strength and love of Jesus our Savior. Through baptism, He gives us a name that we could have never made for ourselves. He gives us the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth, and He leads us. To he who is the way, the truth, and the life. He gathers people from every tribe, every language, every nation on the earth around one family table. And here at this table, people from every tribe, language, and nation on the earth partake of the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In Jesus, we are one body, one people, under one name. In Jesus, we have true unity and freedom. In Jesus, we have true security and peace. And all the things that we run after in this world are just towers of Babel. The only true source of peace and understanding is found not in a tower, but rather in a temple that was crucified on a bloody cross. The temple that is Jesus' flesh and blood. And now the peace that comes from knowing the crucified and risen Lord Jesus Christ Guard your hearts and minds until he returns for you. Amen.